have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight from the Chest. My name is Justin Groth, guys. For those of you who are new, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for giving me your listening ear. Welcome to the channel. For those of you who are veteran listeners, thank you for tuning in with me yet again. I appreciate all of you guys and gals. You guys mean a lot to me. And I'm just grateful for you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your your listening ear just every single time that I do this podcast. Guys, we just came off of the veterans, uh, veterans Memorial Day weekend. I was too to say in the veteran listeners, so I was still on that. But yeah, we just came off the Memorial Day weekend, and for those of for those of you that barbecue, for the majority of us, we just barbecued and we we spent time with family and friends. But then there's probably some that actually took the day and utilized it for what it's intended. Intended for, which is uh, reflecting and and remembering um, the ones that we lost in war, and and possibly some of you had um, a family member that you were reflecting and remembering uh, in this in this last last few days. So uh, my my obviously my condolences go out to those who have lost anybody in the war, and and just we are we are forever grateful for the things that they did. And they're always going to be in our hearts. I mean, uh, I have a grandpa that served in the in the in the military, and um, so and it's funny. I have his. Well, it's not funny, but um, I share this little piece of information with you. I have his flag up above my bed in a um, a little mounting case with his picture on the front, and it's so freaking awesome that that I was gifted that by my grandma. And it's something that's very, very important to me. And anyway, um, that's a side tangent. But most of us, like I said, we we just have we 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 used the day for what it was, which was, and again, most of us we used it as a three day weekend. You know, a day that we didn't go to work and we just barbecue with friends and. Some of you, hopefully not all of you, <laughs> engage in some spirits, some drinking festivities and whatnot. But, you know, we we often, we, we remember these people, we reflect one day a year. It's It doesn't seem like it's enough. And in reality, we do that more than we do. You know, we don't, we don't just allocate one day of the year to just remembering these, these people and this, this time that, and what they did for us. We do it more often than that, but we only, it's only collectively done once a year, but it got me thinking, how often do we actually remember each other? Now, look, I'm not trying to take anything away and that's not the purpose of this podcast to take anything away from what, people have done for our country and how they served us and served for us and even our lost loved ones. Um, this has, this is definitely, uh, discarded from that, uh, what I want to talk about, but it, it goes in tandem with what we did this last Memorial day weekend, which is effectively reflecting and remembering. 
But I, I often question, like I did this last weekend, how, how often are we remembering who we are, like in, in its entirety, in our entirety? And what I mean by that is how often do we remember how good we are at certain things and what really our innate abilities are and how, how well we can, how well we can apply these things in real life practices. And I think that especially now with social media, it just convolutes our process. We don't think of it that way because look, Social media can be a means to make things better for us. I mean, it gives a lot of people a lucrative career. It, there's a lot of people that are on YouTube that make their living on YouTube, that make their living on Instagram. And as, as okay as that is, there's a level to that that is somewhat questionable because how are you going to make your living off of somebody that could easily go away and you have no jurisdiction over it? Like YouTube could easily go away. Instagram could easily go away. If you put all your leveraging into what you do on those platforms, to me that doesn't seem that doesn't seem that smart because you're easily you're easily discarded if and it has nothing to do you have no jurisdiction over it, like I just mentioned. But that's not this podcast. I kind of want to just go into the fact that the 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 whole overarching narrative to this podcast is going to be one of, do you remember who you are? Do you remember what you're good at? Moreover, do you remember what gifts have been given to you that you're not probably putting an emphasis on? And instead, because of social media, because of what you see and the, the perpetual comparison that you compose every single day with people or with what they're, you know, what, what, what they're doing or how they're doing it, we start to lose ourselves in the process. And we start to really, we really start to not only discredit or, or discount what talents we do have, because we're always measuring them up with, with really successes that we don't even know are valid with other people. We don't even know to the extent or the validity that these successes are, are, are in terms of, from a realistic point of view, we don't know if they're actually existent to the level that they make them or they portray. And it's something that in the process we lose, lose ourselves with. And it's, it's something that we, it seems like it's a primitive thing. We always want to be better. We always want, and that's not a bad thing. We always want to, we always want to be better than the next person. And it's, or some of you just want to, I'm speaking from my own experience here. I, I always, I know where I am in, in the totem pole, like, or up the totem pole. Like I know where I, where I sit. It doesn't mean that I want to, I can't strive to be a little bit better, even though I know that my limitations are just that they are limitations. Like I have limitations. We all have limitations, but it doesn't mean that I don't want to get just a little bit better. And I think we all want to get a little bit better, but it's harder to get a little bit better when we see somebody doing a lot better. And we're like, why are we where that person is? 
And maybe you think you have what it takes. Maybe you know you have what it takes. But in that same token, you're not where that person is. You're not getting the opportunities. You're not getting the exposure. You're not getting whatever, whatever the case may be. So you unite, you would just automatically discount your current position and really just label it as barren or, you know, this isn't, this isn't, this, nothing is, nothing of fruition is happening. And I'm not, and I'm not really worth anything because things aren't moving. The needle's not moving here. But there's, there needs to be something that happens every day. You need to remember. You need to almost have a memorial day every single day with yourself, with the, with an own self-reflection. And this is not from some self-help book or no bullshit. I don't even talk from the self-help books. I don't even read self-help books. This is something that I think about. And I think that you should think about it too. You don't have to. But I suggest that you do because it can only help you. We're too busy we're too busy monitoring other people and their successes and not remembering what's innate what's an innate sex with success within us. That's a big problem. And that's effectively effectively diluting what you could be or what you're supposed to be moreover. Like we can all agree that we're supposed to be something. And that something has its process. The problem with us is that we want shit right now. We want instant gratification. We want the reward now. We don't want to wait. Or we may wait a month or two or three. But a year? No, you're crazy. Three years? Are you smoking shit, man? That's not going to happen. I'm not going to wait three years to do this or to be at that level. But that's what success takes. And success is relative to the person and how you frame it. And we're not going to go into the different variables that or the different constructs that that relate to success. But guys, listen. If you want to be your best, most successful version That means remembering what you're great at daily and actively pursuing that. You don't have to do it solely. You can do it with a nine to five. You can do it on top of that, but never don't remember what you're great at. Never not forget we always talk about never forget, never forget 9-11, never forget. Blah, blah. How about you never forget you? How about you never forget the things that God has placed inside of you that give you a calling that actually segregates you from the others? How about you don't forget that? It's, e- it's easy to say, let's not forget big monumental shifting moments in life events that took place but you're a massive event you happened God made you that's an event how about you not forget what he put inside of you and how about you not forget that major event in life 
Because I don't know, statistics say that we're like one in four trillion. Every person is like one in four trillion. It doesn't seem that significant because a baby is born every, I don't know, what, 13 seconds? And don't quote me on that. That's not factual. I don't know. I don't know actual statistics behind that. But the point is, you are rare. And even more over that, what God's placed inside of you is even rarer. Er, more rare. I can't understand why we don't put that in the forefront. You're so fucking rare. What you got is so rare, but you actually discount it because you look at everybody and everything else around you and see that that's not where you're at. For some reason, you want that. And that's actually not your pure character in its raw form. But for some reason, you're drawn to that and you want that. When in reality, you wouldn't be happy if you even got there. Because that wasn't your journey and that wasn't the process that was that was allocated to you in the first place. So stop trying to climb a tree that doesn't have your fucking name on it. Instead, remember what you're great at. Remember your event that took place, which was you being birthed. Remember that shit in history. That happened. And God gave you something that is far more significant than you can even understand, fathom, and even curate on your own. But you need to first remember and you need to identify what that is and you need to put... produce an aim towards it remembering every day who you are whose you are what you've got inside of you the only way that you the way that you easily discard of that is not being yourself and I'm guilty of this too not being yourself because You don't want people to not accept you. I get that. We all want to be accepted. But there's a price to pay with being accepted. There's a price to pay with going the easier route in life. The more well understood or well accepted or well received route. And if that is analogous to your character from a genuine standpoint, then... By all means, do it. But if there's something that isn't necessarily aligned with what you believe and it doesn't, it maybe ruffles feathers or it's not the, it's not the standard, so to speak. And no one really, no one really does things this way. No one's ever produced this type of, this type of service because It's not something that they believe in. It's something that you believe in. It's something that you've thought about day in, day out, night in, night out. But it's something that's not well, it's probably not going to be well received. It's not of the ordinary. It's kind of unorthodox. And you know that you're not going to be as accepted for it as a result. And so it's naturally easier to veer off in the position that's more or that's better 
received or, or more accepted. And I understand that. But that's not going to be everybody. And you have to be okay with ruffling feathers with people. You have to be okay with not everybody liking you. You have to be one or the other. You can't be in the middle, man. You cannot be in the middle. That's lukewarm. No one likes lukewarm. Not even you, the person who's being lukewarm. You're either hard or you're soft. I mean, let's just put it into context here. Hard or soft, black or white. Many of you won't agree with that. Guess what? I don't care. It's my podcast. I say what I want on it. Lukewarm is shit. It even says in the Bible not to be lukewarm. If you're lukewarm, I spit you out. Something to that effect. And that all comes down to you being authentic with your character, with your position, with your posture, with what you have that resonates with inside of you. And you projecting that to the world. And that could come in many formats. But it doesn't come if you don't remember if you don't remind yourself on the daily of who or what that is. And instead you get lost in the muck and mire of what social media is and everybody else that's producing on there and what they what they seem to what they seem to be or what they what they what they portray i mean again it's all questionable too at that because everything nowadays seems to be filters and 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 just bullshit spews for views So you don't really know who is what, what they have, what they don't have, who they are inside. Most people are not going to tell you transparently what's going on in their life or what's going on in their head. You know that most people that are high earners, most people that are doing a lot in life, most people that are the best looking in life, they're the most insecure You would look at them and you would think, wow, you don't have anything to be insecure about. You don't have anything that's probably negative in your life. You don't have anything that you feel lacking in. You're probably reassured over everything. That person, even though they're a high earner, high producer, good looking, et cetera, et cetera, They're on the fritz every day. They're on the fritz every day. They're still insecure. They still need to be reassured. They're still not doing enough. They still give themselves an F every day. It's not good enough. They're their highest critic. They give themselves way more backlash than you could ever give yourself. Or give them. But that's in part why they're at the level that they're at. Are there outliers? Yes. Meaning people that actually don't feel that way, that are actually good, 
even if they are a high earner, high high producing person of, of importance, good looking, etc. But most of those people are not that and I'll tell you why. Because they're functioning on a scale that is ever that is ever moving up. That even makes sense. It's it's always scaling and everybody around them is scaling too. So they're constantly comparing themselves to that person. Their level of comparison is far higher than yours in the realm that you sit that you that you sit in essentially. It's so much higher. And so they're constantly comparing themselves to people that you wouldn't even think of comparing yourself to. It's all the same. It's relative. You may compare yourself down here. They're comparing themselves up there. It's all relative. The comparison is still real though. So they're thinking, I'm not, I'm not good enough because I don't have this or because I'm not doing this and this person over here is doing this. Like you need to stay in your lane. We all need to stay in our lanes. No matter if you're a high earner, high producer, good looking, not good looking, fat, skinny, whatever. You need to stay in your lane. You're good at what you're good at, period. Why can't we agree on that? You're good what you're good at. Stay in your lane. Don't worry about other people, what they're doing, because they're going to be doing regardless and they don't care about your shit anyways. They only care about themselves. And that's obviously subjective. I know you can care about other people while doing your thing. That's not what I'm that's not what I'm talking about though. I'm talking about people that when they go to bed at night, they don't care about what you're doing. All they care about is what they've got going on. Similar to you. You don't think about the world's problems and the cares of everybody else unless there's something something going on unfortunately, uh, God forbid, with somebody that's very close to you or in your family. Or your dog. Then you're then you're thinking about those things. But apart from that, you're only thinking about yourself. Which is what they're doing. So why would you compare yourself to them in the first place? I'm guilty of this, guys. That's why I'm talking about it. Because I'm guilty of this. We all are guilty of this. Something magnificent happens, though, when you stop caring about those things. And you stay in your lane. And staying in your lane means being transparent and authentic with what it is that you are and what you have to give to the world. Because I can tell you that when you're authentic and transparent, you automatically identify what it is you're supposed to be. It's something crazy that happens when you when you speak from an authentic stance and you're not always trying to appease people. Or appeal to what they want. Because even when you appease and appeal to people, you're still going to piss others off. Which is not what you want if you're trying to appease and appeal to everybody. So it's almost an ineffective argument to have. Well, I'm a people pleaser. I appease and I want to I wanna be what people want. Meanwhile, you're losing yourself and you're still pissing people off in the process. Which goes against everything that you're standing for in the beginning. So why not just be authentic? If people don't like you, they're not going to like you. But don't try to ruffle feathers on purpose. Just be exactly what you're called to be. 
Be the business, be the opportunity, be the service, be the character that God's placed inside of you. But that's going to require you reminding yourself of that every single day. And not losing sight of it and continuously producing on that scale. And on top of that, if you want to be your best, you're going to have to basically establish routines, routines and habits that are, that are aligned with you being your best. So if, you know, look, if you want to, if you are not happy where you're at in your life, and that could be on a, on a, on a, on multiple levels, you could not be happy with the way you look, with the way you move, with the, with the way you're, with how you're disciplined or lack thereof. You have to implement routines and habits that help you to stay the course and to be become a more refined version of who you are. And that's going to come by you enforcing disciplines more than likely. You're not going to like that. And you don't have to hear it from me. You don't have to apply these things. But if you're listening to this word this far and it's somewhat resonating with you, and you understand that what I'm saying, it has some validity to it. And you understand that the next course of action is going to be you doing things that are uncomfortable because that's the only way for you to see what you're made of, which is the only way for you to develop competency and actually self-worth at the same time. Then you understand that these disciplines are actually there to help you. These routines and these habits, things that you made fun of other people for having, they're the reasons why they're actually further ahead in life than you are. And if it doesn't look like it now, just wait. Just wait. But these principles only are going to be valuable to you if you remind yourself daily what it is, who it is that you are. Because you're also effectively putting more belief through your vascular system at the same time. Belief is running through your veins when you remind yourself who you are, what you're capable of. If that takes you having an honest conversation every day and self-reflecting every day before you go to work, looking yourself in the mirror and saying to the mirror what you know you're great at and producing an aim before you walk out of the house, you can't help but run to that aim. You are what you're going to tell yourself. You are that. And if you don't tell yourself those things, then you're just going to be thrown to the social media wolves every day, I guess, because that's all we're doing anyways on social media. Or if you're not on social media, you're looking at TV. If you're not looking at TV, you're looking at the people around you. You can't help it. Unless you're in a fucking cave somewhere by yourself, which you wouldn't be listening to this podcast anyways if that was you. You can't help but compare yourself. 
but you stop comparing when you stay in your lane and you stop comparing when you keep reminding yourself of who you are and what you're capable of and what you're great at. You don't have any time to compare. When those things are running wild in your brain, you have no time to compare yourself. When you're reminding yourself who you are and you're applying the aim every single day, staying in your lane. Stay in your fucking lane. Do what you're great at. Don't worry about anybody else. Stop putting a precedence on what they do over what you do. Done.